On this 21st day of March at Martyr Shrine in Tay, Ontario, the National Shrine to the Canadian Martyrs, we celebrate with you the fifth Sunday of Lent. During these difficult times, when the faithful are unable to physically participate in the Holy Mass, the Jesuit Fathers of this holy site remain united with you in prayer, asking the intercession of Saint Jean de Brebeuf and his companions that each of you might find healing, renewal in spirit, and peace. A religious community who share common life at table, at labor, and at prayer, a family of faith, the Jesuits here share this Mass for you and encourage you to continue practicing safe measures of physical distancing and all other measures proposed by our government during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic. Our presider today is Father Patrick Koldricks. Give me justice, O God, and plead my cause against a nation that is faithless from the deceitful and cunning. Rescue me, for you, O God, are my strength. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you, and also with you. And so in order to prepare ourselves for celebrating this Holy Eucharist, let's now pause a moment and ask our Heavenly Father to pardon us and to strengthen us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. And you're seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. By your help we beseech you, O Lord our God, may we walk eagerly in that same charity with which out of love for the world your Son handed himself over to death. To our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their fathers when I took them by hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. A covenant that they broke, that I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. 
I will put my law within them, and I will write on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive the iniquity and remember their sin no more. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response of Psalm today is, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain in me willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Create in me a clean heart, O God. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications. With loud cries and tears, to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And having been perfect, having been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever serves me must follow me, says the Lord. Where I am, there will be my servant be also. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you and also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks, and they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single, single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. The person who loves their life loses it, and the person who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there will be my servant also. Whoever serves me, 
the Father will honor. Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was like thunder. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. And Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I'm lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise be to you, Lord Jesus. So, very interesting readings of the day. And uh, starting from the book and the prophet Jeremiah, trying to give the people in captivity some hope. Tells them, God is still in love with you. Don't give up hope, even though you've lost your kingdom, even though you're, you're slaves of a different uh, culture or a nation. Remember, God tried to free, free you from the Egyptian slavery. He led you out into the desert. You don't believe that? He even gave you food to eat in the desert. You don't believe that? You cried for water. He even gave you water to drink for you, your cattle. And yet you don't believe? He still holds his covenant, although you may break it, although you may worship false gods. And the best part is, I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. Now that's a very strange thing. God doesn't remember our past sins. We remember. I want God to remember my past sins. I want him to be revengeful. I want him to punish me. I want to suffer because of my past sins. But God says, no, my son. You've learned your mistake. You're wiser now. I forgive you. I don't remember your past sins. I'm not interested in your past sins because I can't do anything about it and you have learned your lesson. You'll be a better person. You'll be more compassionate. You'll be more kinder. You'll be more human. You'll be more loving, more forgiving, more healing. You'll be doing my will. You'll be helping my son. Jesus. People of Israel said, ah, what rubbish. Forgive us our sins. Forget our past sins. The gods of Baal, Molech, Milka, Astatus were better off. We had a happy life with them, but a life full of emptiness, a life full of regret, a life of no hope, no meaning. And David's psalm, of course, also said the same thing. Create in me a clean heart. Change my heart. I'm forgetting, I, I, I'm fed up of doing repetitive prayers. You know, the Our Father here, Mary. I don't mean a thing when I'm praying it. 
couldn't care less what sort of bread it is. Lead me not in temptation. God, why are you leading me into temptation? What is the meaning of it all? God is not leading us. It's our freedom that we are led into temptation. It's our freedom that we allow to harbor negative thinking into the temples of our soul. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit and we made it a den of thieves harboring all the negative thoughts, hatred, worry, fear, anxiety, scruples of the past and you know, all sorts of crazy stuff in there. Guess what? Jesus, could you please come over and clean my temple? Bring the whip if you have to. Make it a place of worship of peace. Give me my peace of mind. A place where I can revere worship and have reverence not only for God but that same term of reverence for my neighbors. And Jesus said a very difficult thing, even your enemies. Oh no, that's the last thing on earth I want to do. Forgive my enemies. It's so difficult. I would prefer to wallow in my own heart of worry, fears, misery, anxieties and scruples. I'm comfortable, don't disturb me. But yet God says, look my son, your heart is still beating, eh? Work while the sun is still around. Work while the light is still in your eyes. And that's what Jesus tried to tell the Jews. They asked him after healing that blind man, it's a Sabbath. What are you doing on Sabbath? You can't work. And Jesus said, if my Father in heaven is working, why shouldn't I? What do you mean God didn't look uh, work, uh, he took rest on the Sabbath? Well, he made sure everything was in good uh, operation mode. Everything grew. You can't stop corn growing on the Sabbath. You can't stop life on the Sabbath. Well, rules were made for the common people, not for the Pharisees and the scribes. You couldn't carry a swing needle in your robe on the Sabbath. It was so restricting. But look what happens in today's gospel. Philip. Philip is a Greek name. Now the Greeks heard about what Jesus did in the temple by driving out the outer court of the Gentiles. You know, a lot of trading going on. And they, the Greeks are people who want to keep searching for the truth. They keep wandering all over the globe and they want to know the truth. They, they, they learn philosophy out of philosophy and theology out of theology. They want to know the meaning of life. And Jesus' reputation definitely went far and wide in that world of the Greeks. And they said to themselves, who is this man who had the guts to cleanse the temple? Money changers, all Greeks, you know, everybody fleecing everybody. They said, oh, the Greek shekel is not valid. It's the Galilean shekel. You got to change your money to buy a pair of turtle doves and we charge 25 cents per to the dollar. Oh, you gave us five dollars. All right. That's 25 cents to the dollar. So every dollar we return, 20 cents off it too. There, you lost one dollar and 25 cents in that transaction alone in buying a pair of turtle doves. You got to get those doves only from those traders out there. You can't, uh, what you bring from outside in the market for 10 cents, that's not valid because these doves 
uh, has got one look, uh, leg shorter, the other longer, it's got a spec here. No, that's not valid for a sacrifice, sorry, not accepting. Oh, but we can help you buying a pair of doves for $48 plus taxes. So all that, all that was going on and Jesus said, good Lord, what have they done? They made my house of God into a den of thieves. So what he did, spread far and wide. And so these two Greeks come to Philip because they said, probably Philip is a Greek and maybe they might have sympathy. And they said, we want to see who this man is who had the guts to cleanse the temple. Philip said, oh, I'm not so sure. So he went to Andrew. Andrew knew Jesus welcomed anyone and everyone into his arms. Jesus did not say no to anyone, never refused anyone, never. The man at the pool, he said, asked him, do you want to get well? He had to ask him to heal him. Imagine asking people's permission, may I have the permission to heal you? Would you like to be healed? Freedom, God respects our freedom. Andrew knew Jesus so well, he said Jesus will never refuse Greeks who want to see him. And so, they went to see Jesus. And Jesus knew that his hour had come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Son of Man. Most people were puzzled by this terminology, the Son of Man. It's taken from Daniel's book, chapter 7, verse 13. The Son of Man will be glorified. Not the Son of Man, but a Son of Man. Now, the concept of the Jews in those days was very different types of thinking from what we have today. Because ancient world, the civilization of uh, uh, Assyrians and uh, Medes and uh, Babylonians and Persians, powerful nations, but they depicted their, their culture by various symbols. They had lions with eagle's wings, they had bears with ribs chewing on, and they had leopards with four wings and four heads, and terrible beasts with iron teeth and claws, terrifying monsters to symbolize those civilizations. That showed them that they were powerful and strong but not so with the thinking of God. All, because all these nations, they were savages and masters of torture, and they were cruel to the core. Say this, you name it. They were destroyers and abusers of the human flesh. The new ways of torture, crucifixion, the Romans, the aces in torture, was that supposed to be the kingdom that God was talking about it. Yes, he freed the Israelites. But here was a small nation waiting for a change. Who was this son of man to come to change from all this symbolism of manslaughter, savages, depiction of beasts and strange creatures, terrifying monsters, to turn it into a symbol of man. The symbol of 
compassion, humanness, charity, healing, peace. All these symbols have to be changed into the human form of Christ, a son of man. So that was a radical change because the Jews were not expecting that. They were still thinking a nation that would conquer and be the most powerful nation on the, the face of this earth. But look, God's plans were totally different. The seed had been planted. The grain of wheat had to die and resurrect. And so started a new generation of thinking. World peace beginning from the seed of the resurrection. Very true, a person who loves their life loses it, and the person who hates the life in this world will save it. Well, coming back to the present, you see the shrine here? The martyrs have to give their lives for it. This universe had to be built on the lives of the millions of martyrs in all different continents of our planet whether it be Japan, China, Europe, Asia, everywhere, martyrs were slaughtered in the name of God because people thought they were doing God a favor. They did us a great service by giving their lives for us so that we may also live. And so whoever serves me must follow me. Therefore, we cannot be selfish and not share our goods with others. We cannot uh, base our security on material things because it will rust or thieves will take it away. Our treasures are in heaven. It is in the spirit of Christ that we live in joy, in peace, not in judgment and condemning as the world does, but in forgiveness and healing as Christ did. Followers of Christ, oh, but I'm a baptized Christian, I'm a Christian, I've taken my medication, I'll be safe. Son, you're all messed up here. You still don't care. You still hate. You still judge. You still slander. You condemn. You're a monster. You still allow pride in your heart. You treat others like the world rulers do. Lord it over them. When you're in power and authority, you think you're above us. You forget that you have come to serve. Very radical, very radical. Opposite polarities of the values of the world and the values of God. And therefore, this voice of heaven I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. Voices? Do we hear voices? Samuel heard voices. In the transfiguration they heard voices. In the baptism of Jesus they heard voices. This is my son, listen to him. Listen to what he taught us. And that's what the voice that is still alive today is alive in us, in our hearts, minds, and our souls. 
whenever you spend a few minutes talking to your daddy darling, my daddy darling, Jesus is Abba Father, every time you talk a few words from the depths of your heart, believe me, the spirit is very much alive and not disconnected every time we come to church and try to segregate ourselves and we couldn't care less who's sitting beside ourselves, uh, besides ourselves on the pews. Uh, we just do our ritual and we go back to the normal way of living. Uh, we've got to attend the Sunday Mass because that's the rules, otherwise, you know, big sin, things like that. So, out of rights, empty rites and rituals, that's what we call ourselves Christians today. And that's something we've got to watch out for. Allow the healing to begin within our souls, our hearts, our minds. And that's where, when Jesus will draw all of us, we are all sinners, yet called to be saints. So you got to die, kill yourself to build up a shrine or monument or be a saint or whatever, in any country, whether it be St. Patrick or St. Jerome or wherever, wherever you are on this planet, you're doing it for Christ's sake to build healing in this wonderful, a bit more respectability, a bit more responsibility in taking care of this beautiful planet that God has given us. We are, we are supposed to be his children. And, uh, you know, all children have to listen to their daddies and to their parents. So every time you talk to a daddy darling in heaven, he tells us, listen, don't get upset about uh, your guy or just about your mother-in-law who's an outlaw and you and things like that, you know, relax. You'll be a mother-in-law one day. Mm -hmm. That's the time we'll watch it. So, or father-in-law, whatever it is. And, and I'm just taking an example. Don't take me seriously, but it gets to us. Uh, our anger gets to us sooner or later than we can think of it. Oh, no, no, not me. It won't happen to me, but it does happen to everyone. And so let us all now stand and place all uh, to, to recite the, the Apostles' Creed before we place all our prayers and petitions on our altar here today. All together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. So let us all now place all our prayers and petitions on this altar here and now, asking our Lord to hear our prayers. Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, as we reflect and act upon the words of Jesus today, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. prayer. For governments responsible for ensuring a life of dignity for all, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For the women, men, and children throughout the world who struggle through each day, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. 
for our community thirsting for justice and the courage to express our solar solidarity with the poor this lens. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. prayer. We now pause a few moments to ask the Lord to bless us, to heal us, and to answer our prayers and our petitions in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray. We are confident that if we ask God for anything, and if it is in accordance with God's will, God will surely hear us. Abba Father, you inflame the hearts of your blessed martyrs with an admirable zeal for the salvation of all souls. Grant us, we beseech you, as we place all our prayers and our petitions on this altar here and now today, so that the favors obtained through the intercessions may make manifest before all the power and the glory of your name. St. Jean de Brebeuf, pray for us. St. Isaac Jobs, Pray for us. St. Gabriel Lallemont. Pray for us. St. Noel Chavanel. Pray for us. St. Arthur Daniel. Pray for us. St. René Gopal. Pray for us. St. Charles Garnier. Pray for us. St. Jean de Lalande. Pray for us. St. Catherine Tekakwita. Pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of martyrs. Pray for us. Holy Mary, queen of martyrs. Pray for us. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, to your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given in human hands, and may it become for us our bread of life. Let it be good forever. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, to your goodness you have this wine to offer, which earth has given and human hands made will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my dear friends, that our sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice from your hands. Praise and glory to his name. For our good and that of all his holy church. Amen. Hear us, Almighty Father, and having instilled in your servants the teachings of the Christian faith, graciously purify them by the working of the sacrifice. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Be with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them unto the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right, it is right and, just. and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for you were given, have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts that freed from disordered affections, they may so deal with the things of this passing world 
as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we all acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon us and upon these gifts, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so at the time that he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took the bread and giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to all his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. And so in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to all his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. And so let us all proclaim this mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. And therefore, as we gather here to celebrate this Holy Eucharist, which is the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Father, this bread of life and this chalice of salvation that you have give, held us, each and every one of us here worthy to be in your presence and so minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of this body and blood of Christ that we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And so remember, Lord, your church gathered here and now before you as we pray for ourselves, our families, our loved ones, and our friends and our relatives, and we pray for the church that is spread throughout this whole world, and to bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, and all the clergy. We especially remember your servants William and Bridget Corder, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that they who are united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. We also now remember all our departed brothers and sisters, all our members of our own families. We think of all the uh, friends and acquaintances and relatives, all who have fallen asleep, victims of COVID, all those who have died in tragic circumstances and road accidents. For all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on all of us gathered here, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, St. Joseph, the Apostles, the Canadian Martyrs, St. Patrick, and all the saints that have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. 
And so with the confidence given to us, Heavenly Father, in the words our Savior gave us, we all now join in to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. And so deliver us, Father, we pray, from every evil influence in our lives, and especially in our families, so they can graciously grant us our peace of mind in our days. And by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you. It is my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church gathered here and graciously granted the peace and unity in accordance with your will, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always and also with you. Let's offer each other the sign of peace. <coughs> Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Our mercy Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. God is peace. And behold, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Happy and blessed are we who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to enter my roof, but when you say the word, my soul shall be healed. Colonel Antiphon, amen I, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Let us pray. We pray, Almighty Father, that we may always be counted among the members of Christ in whose body and blood we have communion, who lives and reigns forever and ever. 
to bow your heads and pray for God's blessings through the intercessions of the Canadian martyrs. And so through the prayers of God's holy martyrs, may the Lord bless you, guide you, protect you, care for you and your families and all your loved ones, protect you on all your journeys, especially in your journey of life. And may he also grant you sound health of mind, body and spirit, answer all your prayers to use you to help him to bring about the kingdom of heaven and earth. And so bestow you always the peace of his kingdom, the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.